0: You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev.
1: Yo 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 yo! What is happening out there in podcast land, folks? I am, I am not cool, Kyle. <laughs> I am the Rev Kev, and that giggly bastard over there is cool, Kyle. Welcome,
0: welcome to
1: this week's installment what's, of the Wookie Case Podcast.
0: What's that with the body body switchers? What? It's like a freaky, freaky Friday. Freaky Friday, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool, Kyle. Wait a minute, no,
1: no, no, no! I don't want to be <laughs> sick all the time and have all these ailments and no i'm good
0: i only get sick once or twice a year i've already had my twice a year so i should be good
1: but unfortunately one of your sicknesses came in a very inopportune time yeah i'm still getting over that we'll discuss that on another episode today as promised uh week four has just happened in the nfl so we're going to try to break down the the first quarter or so of the season also also and i don't i'm going to ask you this on air now yeah We got to do, because it it starts next week, so we got to do a a hockey episode. So we'll be a week behind on hockey, but it'll be all right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're going to, I'm going to look through, I'm going to do my research for hockey. I'll make my predictions. You'll make your- When does the hockey season start? Next Wednesday.
0: Oh, next Wednesday. Uh, Oh, next
1: Tuesday or Wednesday, I think, is when opening nights are. Oh, okay. So- We'll, it will be a little bit behind. Like it'll be basically coming out like the week of the season starting, so we'll be like a game or two behind. But I'm not
0: worried about it. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: But I will have my predictions for who I think is going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I won't do like any awards, but I'll do playoffs. I'll do season standings, and of course, Stanley Cup winner. And we'll see how much of a great big fool I am come ja- <laughs> come
0: January, come <laughs> June. What is up with me today? Your brain is just. <laughs> Oh no, God. you you almost pressed it. I'll do it for you. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I was I was sucking guessing myself cuz I thought I was going to press the I can't believe you've done this and oh. I didn't. But I am a dummy. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> um if we're doing sports chat though, first things first. Um prayers go out to the Wakefield family because Tim Wakefield, Red Sox legend, passed away.
0: Oh, I didn't hear that you
1: didn't hear about that. It's been all over the news. oh no it's yeah too bad. um passed away from brain cancer. It was kind of oh. silently in the background. Nobody really knew about it and within the like the last week and a half or so, also former Red Sox pitcher Kurt Schilling kind of came out about it on his podcast and people were like, "Who the fuck are you to talk about somebody else's personal life mm like, that'd be like if you had your own show and then you just started randomly talking about Eddie or Steph or something. And people will be like, no, no, you're not allowed to talk about that. Like, if they give you consent, then sure. But you just can't bring, like, nobody knew about this. Like, oh. like it literally, like, this happened. And then, like, a week or so later, a week and a half later, Tim, Wa- Tim Wakefield passed away. So, oh. um, yeah, brain cancer. It's That's awful. Too bad. It is awful. Uh, Wake, obviously, a very beloved member of Red Sox Nation. Yeah. Um, was very proud of the fact that he could help bring uh a world series title back to boston Mm. after 86 years so prayers to you tim yeah they're trying to uh campaign i forgot what road it is i i like the post on uh on x or twitter twitter x whatever you want to call it um To change one of the roads, kind of like how they did, like, Yockey Way is like Big Poppy Way or something like that. They want to change one of the roads now to, like, Wakefield Way or something, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, that I is. I feel cool. eventually, like, eventually all the roads that, like, used to be, like, old names are going to be, like, renamed, like, current day Red Sox. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro Drive or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pedro's right Pass. To, Pedro's Pass. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just take a left on Pedro's Pass, go right down the road there to Wakefield Way, and then turn a left on, you know, Big, big Poppy Ave. Yeah. <laughs> Big, big green building. You can't miss it. <laughs> it says Fenway Park right on the outside of the dock, of the of the decor. So but we're here for uh, for some football talk. So um, we're going to just start off with uh, the AFCs because I just want to get the Patriots out of the way because. Yes, um, please. <laughs> he goes, yes, please. <laughs> All right. So. um. Buffalo, obviously looking like how Buffalo should. Yep. Um, actually what I'm gonna do too is I'm going to individually look at each oh hold on. We're gonna this might be a little bit of a hold on, just I'm I'm on the fly here with this. Yeah. Um so obviously Buffalo lost that very interesting first game of the year against the Jets in overtime on the punt return. Yeah. So Buffalo could easily be 4-0. They're not. They lost to the Jets. And you know what's weird too, and someone showed me this. The Patriots beat the Jets. The Jets beat the Bills, the Bills beat the Dolphins, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots. (laughs) That's the AFC's for uh, you, man.
0: Yeah. Everybody's beating everybody. Except for the
1: Patriots. (laughs) Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, in the circle, like, like, you know, like the Dolphins had put up 70, like the week before, week three against the Broncos. And they beat us, and they barely beat us. Patriots made a few key mistakes. And then the Patriots beat the Jets, and the Jets haven't obviously looked good, and the Jets beat The Bills, and the Bills have looked good, and the Bills be the Dolphins the Dolphins. It's a whole, like I said, it's a whole whole rigmarole.
0: Mm. But
1: uh, Buffalo took care of Vegas with no problem, obviously disposed of Washington, and then completely blew out Miami. It was supposed to be the game of the week and dropped almost 50 points on them. So that is impressive. Yeah. Um, I expect the Bills to be in the upper echelon of the AFC like they have been all year and i expect them to be a front runner to potentially win a super bowl they've got to be one of the top 5 teams in the league must of the nation <laughs> technically in the nation in the league as far as um contenders to win the super bowl so yeah. uh, as far as miami goes um a come from behind and actually not a come from behind but a back and forth battle with the chargers in week 1 36-34 that was a great game if you hadn't checked it um going into foxborough beating the patriots Patriots, again, had a chance to win that game, just couldn't make the right plays at the right time. And Miami, I I wouldn't say survived it, but they did win that game. And then, of course, they do, and possibly what any, nobody thought would happen, drop 70. Yes, 7 70, for those of you who Ooh. haven't seen it or don't know about it, on Denver. And then, and there's the way the NFL works. They win 70-20, to 20 and then they lose by almost 30 points themselves the week
0: after. Jeez.
1: Win by 50, lose by 30. It's, <laughs> it's Welcome to the NFL. Yeah. Um, as long as their biggest thing, as long as Tua stays healthy, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once Tua is out of there, it's a different kind of team. Although, for my money, I would say they're very balanced where it comes to running because they've been doing great with the two or three head monster that they have. I think it's two head monster. Yeah. Of Mozart and, oh, my God. It's, it's not a chain. It's um how do they say it's pronounced? Oh my goodness. What? Uh the a, guy from Miami, it's not pronounced a chain. It's pronounced like a a cane or a, a, a something a, I remember what oh, it was. Oh.
0: I heard I I heard it's, somebody pronouncing it a, a a chain or It's not a chain. It's oh. not.
1: It's a, it's something else like a sane or something like that. It's not.
0: Oh. It's not what you think it is. Everybody's getting it wrong then.
1: <laughs> he they said before the start of the game last week that this isn't how it's pronounced. It's pronounced this way. So Kind of yeah. like the whole Marshan, Marshawn debate. And oh, there's a yeah. kid, I'll, off off topic for a minute, there's a kid that I was watching the Bruins game last night. His name is uh, Patra. Patra? But it's like, it looks like it's like Portress, but it's Patra. And I'm like, oh. Patra. I, I kept saying it to myself last night. Patra, Patra, Patra. Just to make sure that it's in my brain. So then Eddie was like, oh, who's this new kid who actually might make the team because he was fucking nasty. Oh, really? Yeah. Matthew, I think it's Matthew. Matthew Patra. keep he's Patra? Okay. Pa, Patra, 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 Patra. I, I don't even remember. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Yeah.
1: So uh, I expect both Buffalo and Miami, as long as everybody stays healthy, granted they may, may not. Uh, obviously, Buffalo losing Tredavious White again for the year is brutal. Ugh. Poor bastard just came back from a, another injury where he tore his ACL, and now he's got an
0: Achilles. Another Achilles. Another Achilles. I mean, at that point, do you say, "All right, you know what? I'm done with football." Like, if you just can't stay healthy, it's it's not even that you.
1: It's I don't even know. Like, you bust your ass to come back after a year and a half plus or whatever, and then it just happens. It's just it sucks. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Speaking about unfortunate injuries, the Patriots right now. Oh, what you know, as a Patriots fan, you could ask yourself, "What have one what have, what's been the worst thing that's happened the the lack of offense?" Um. The fact that we got blown out by Dallas, and that's the worst loss in Bill Belichick's entire coaching history, or the fact that you lost to Dallas, and on top of that, you lose Christian Gonzalez, your best rookie cornerback, and probably the best rookie, one of the best rookies in the draft so far, and you lose Matthew Judon. Ugh. Like, son of a bitch. Like, that's what the Patriots have, is their defense, and now they have, basically, their two best players are fucking gone. And they're gone for probably an indefinite amount of time.
0: Yeah, and Judon for the defense was o- was the only one making plays. Well,
1: Judon and Christian Gonzalez. G- Christian G-Gonzalez Gonzalez was yeah. the, he's shutting down number one wide receivers on other teams that are going off on these other cornerbacks. Yeah. And Christian Gonzalez is holding everybody down. Now, like it's it's crazy too in the <laughs> game. Christian Gonzalez was watch was blocking Ceedee Lamb. As soon as Christian Gonzalez got hurt and Ceedee Lamb had somebody else on him, Dallas went right to Ceedee Lamb and threw like a. 25 30 yard touchdown strike oh uh. right past him and i was like this is how the whole game's gonna be and obviously it just it hasn't looked good i will say this new england played well against philadelphia and had to come from behind and almost pulled it off but just came a player too short mm. and then the same thing came from behind against miami and almost pulled it off but came a player too short mm. beat the jets wasn't that convincing It's to the point now where I feel I'm just I'm under the impression the Patriots are always going to beat the Jets until the Jets actually beat us. (laughs) They haven't, dude. They haven't beaten us since like 2014. Damn, and they play each other two times a year. So I'm not even I'm not even trying to be cocky about it. They just haven't beaten us.
0: Yeah, they just seem to have an issue.
1: And obviously, there were a lot of those years with uh, with Brady. But in the last two or three years, we've we've had Mac or Cam, and they still haven't beaten us. Yeah, some games have been uglier than others, but they still haven't beaten us. And then, of <laughs> course, the Dallas game just. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know how many people listen to this podcast, but I would like to shout out a former coworker, George. You were right. I'm going to acknowledge that um, the <laughs> Cowboys outplayed the Patriots. They have a, f- a superior defense, and all I can say is uh, I wish somebody would set Mac Jones on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe he'd finally do something. I'm trying. I, mean, <laughs> I am trying so hard. So hard to not be a pessimist about this. Like I'm I'm really trying, but I don't know if you watched the whole game on Sunday. Mac no, played like dog shit. Dog shit.
0: Yeah, but it, it's you every everybody has to be cohesive. The defense, the line has to block. So that way Mac can stay in the pocket long enough he, to get the ball off.
1: He it, no, he looks so lost though. There are so many times he looks like he literally was trying to make a throw. He ran he rolled out to the right. He's trying to make a throw. Goes to throw the ball and like literally threw it at the cowboy defender who, as he jumped up, almost picked it on him.
0: Mm. Mac threw.
1: Mac had, let's see, he had a fumble. That was returned for a touchdown. Yeah. He had a pick six. That was returned for a touchdown. He had another interception in the game. He had like two or three interceptions. I don't, uh, un- like, at some point, and then it was it got to the point so bad where they put in Zappy and they asked Belichick about it, and they were like, at that point, we're so far behind. Like, why bother putting in Mac? Like, don't risk him getting hurt. He's still our quarterback. Like, I don't think that he is. Uh, and there is a string of issues with I won't say all of them, but most Alabama quarterbacks have an issue when it comes to going from the college game to the pro game. If you look back on the history of Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks, not a lot of quarterbacks from both of those schools had a lot of success. Other schools, Michigan, uh I'm trying to think, uh Notre Dame, USC, a lot of those quarterbacks are well known. They have they have, you know, and then obviously there are smaller schools too that <laughs> in stuff, but like, you know. But just
0: oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's and
1: and I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Like I said, like one in three coming out, it's not great. It's bad.
0: It's yeah. But at
1: the same time, the way that the standings are, they're right in the middle of it. If they can string together some wins and beat bad teams and figure their shit out, they could still be okay. I mean, it's
0: still in the beginning of the year, so we're we're. I mean, we got plenty of time. All right, I mean, all right. So if. <clears throat>
1: we're, and i'm just going to circle in on new england just based on the fact that we're patriots fans and i'm sorry that i'm not doing this for every team otherwise we'd be here all flipping dead yeah all right so real realistically now that you've seen the first 3 or 4 games Kyle yeah the next 4 games versus new orleans at las vegas versus buffalo at miami if i'm being best case scenario you're winning maybe against vegas and that's it I don't think you're beating Buffalo. I do not think you're going down to Miami and beating Miami. Are you adjusting the volumes? Just a little
0: bit. We're, I... uh, we're, we're peaking a tiny bit. Oh, okay. A... Oh, we're, keep, we're... That's fine. New
1: Orleans is kind of a coin toss for me, but I just, their defense is really good, and yeah. I don't know how the Patriots are going to do against that. Then they have to go out to Vegas. I mean, there's a potential the Patriots could lose all four of these games, and now they're sitting at like one and seven. And at that point, you're just like tank and try to maybe get another quarterback in the draft, maybe try to tank for Caleb Williams, but i I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then after that, like after that, like if if they can win the next two games, right, and they can come out of this next stretch three and five, right? Let's say they win their three and five. They've got Washington, which they should beat at home. They go to Germany against the Colts, which the Colts have looked good, but the Patriots should handle them. That puts them back at 500. Then they have a bye week. Now they're 5-5 five and five at the bye week. Then they're at the Giants, and the Giants have looked piss poor at times. Oh, yeah. That's 6-5 and five potentially. And then you play the Chargers, which depending on how they're healthy or not, you could beat the Chargers. And then you hit your final stretch. Pittsburgh, whose offenses looked terrible at times, but their defense is really good. I don't see them beating Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They could potentially beat Denver because Denver's so bad. Yeah. Um. By the way, that's a Sunday night game on Christmas Eve. I don't know if that game's going to get flexed. Because I don't think no one's going to want to watch New England and Denver on Christmas Eve. And no. then you've got Buffalo and the Jets. Yeah, If you can come to the point where you might potentially make a playoff spot with the Jets as the last game, I'm optimistic. I don't at this point see it, though. I don't. Speaking of the Jets, you know what? Obviously, they beat uh, Buffalo in their first game, that overtime game, as we talked about before. They got beat by Dallas. They got beat by New England. And they held tough against Kansas City. The Jets... The defense is good enough to keep them in games. It's just Zach Wilson's—I'm not going to say he's not a great quarterback because you have to at least be somewhat comparable if you're going to be playing in the NFL. Yeah. But I would say he's probably like a D-level quarterback. Yeah. Like low C, high D. And that's not trying to be disrespectful. And obviously there was a lot of hope for the Jets this year because of the Aaron (laughs) Rodgers thing and— unfortunately it just didn't work out that way but you know
0: yeah freaking first game of the year that sucks. four plays in it's unfortunate uh, I know. but um
1: moving on though because we, we've already spent 17 minutes on just one division so we're gonna yeah. have to speed this up um <laughs> kansas city at three and one doing kansas city things um their first loss obviously came to the first year I mean, the first game of the year they lost to detroit detroit looks like they're a for real team though and there's a bit of a Super Bowl hangover sometimes when you win that first game, when you play that first game. So yeah, Even it's weird though, because they're like, oh, it must be a Super Bowl hangover. Well, yeah, but the Super Bowl was in February and now the first game's in September. So how long, how much you've been drinking mm. from February to
0: September? Yeah, but
1: it is the first game. And the problem with the first games of the year, too, is there's a lot of kinks to work out because you got to like, because it's not like with preseason, because when there was four games, for preseason once upon a time, not, not, not that off long ago. Um, first game would go to just the rookies. Second game, like the first, the first team would get in for like maybe the first drive third game. They'd play like the first quarter or the first half, I think the first quarter. And then like the fourth game, they would at the first half and then they're tuned up ready to go. Now it's not a lot of big names did not play at all in the preseason for fear of potential injury. Yeah, so it takes a little bit to work the kinks out and figure out what you got. And obviously, it seems like Kansas City has figured that out. I mean, they beat Jacksonville, and Jacksonville has not looked as good as I thought they were going to look. Um, they blew out Chicago, and Chicago has just been a horrible dumpster fire all year. And like I said, they did beat the Jets, but the Jets did play them tough. And <laughs> so, but I, Kansas City is exactly where I expect them to be. Yeah, the Chargers are two and two. The Chargers have been doing quite well. Oh, hold on, I didn't want to click on that. I'm so sorry. Um they lost their first two games by a total of what? 5 points between the two of the games. Mm-hmm. They lost by 2 to Miami and they lost by 3 to Tennessee. So yeah, they're doing they're doing something right. Um uh, they did hold on to beat Minnesota close and they beat Vegas close. The Chargers have always had injury trouble. Right now their biggest injury would be Austin Eckler, which is also hurting my fantasy football team because Austin <laughs> Eckler has been out since week one, and I'm not going to have him this week because they're on a bye week. So I'm basically going to be having three and a half, I guess, because the bye weeks, I can't really count the bye. I guess you can't count the bye weeks. So three and a half or four weeks, I guess, essentially four <laughs> weeks without Austin Eckler. So hopefully he comes back healthy, yeah, ready to go, <laughs> so I can use him as intended. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> But um, the Chargers will probably be one of those teams hovering around 500, maybe in the playoff spot, maybe not, depending on how healthy they are.
0: I'm going to throw this out on air. If you want to make any trades, I, w- I will consider them.
1: I know. I'm looking <laughs> at other people's teams, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I actually talked to Steph off—this is off the record here. I, yeah. did, I did talk to Steph about potentially dropping not one, but both of my quarterbacks. Because Trevor oh, Lawrence wow. has not done a whole hell of a lot, and Deshaun Watson's just kind of been meh. Yeah. And I've been looking at Jordan Love because he's consistently getting about 20 or so points a week. Because in a perfect world, you want your quarterback to get you at least 25 points, 20 to 25 points every yeah. week. That's the number they should be bringing in. It. it should not be 17. Like, Trevor Lawrence has been like 17, 18, 16, 20 or something like that. And I'm like, that's just not consistent enough no. at the quarterback spot. If Trevor would have had a better game on Sunday, I had a potential to come back. I don't know if you saw my almost amazing comeback, but thanks to Seattle's defense putting up like 35 fantasy points for me, I almost pulled it off.
0: Yeah, if DK yeah.
1: would have had a couple more catches or another touchdown, I might have pulled it off. And I, I, had I would pe-
0: offer you Tua if you wanted Tua.
1: See the problem with that is I feel like as soon as I took Tua he'd get hurt. <laughs> I mean the Tua and Waddle thing would be great for me, but like in a yeah. big game they just played against Buffalo this past week or whatever or week four, they didn't throw him the ball. Like he got a touchdown late, but that was really it. Like no, everybody else was doing
0: it. It Yeah, wasn't but it's doing only it. one game. I know, but. I mean, hey, listen. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, well, if I know, you if, I know, I know, if you want I know. to, uh, I would consider trading. I, I know, but I got to see what I, you. Lamar's I, been doing good. I need I need to see what what you want. So I
1: got to. We, we'll talk about that later. All fair. Okay. Yeah, I got, you. I got um, you. We're gonna run through these other two: Vegas and Denver. Uh, I mean, Garoppolo was hurt. <laughs> Vegas got you know. Vegas is Vegas. I I I don't watch enough of all of these teams to be able to give you the inside in-depth that i can about the patriots so i'm sorry yeah excuse me they went a close game against denver they got blown out by buffalo close game against the chargers close game against the steelers but they were all losses uh, yeah. vegas is just kind of like i said vegas is vegas and it sounds like Devontae adams wants out of vegas because he does not want to wait around for a winning season yeah. to which i would say then why did you go to vegas and follow the bag and follow all that money when you knew what you wanted to do was win championships just it, saying i'm just saying yeah yeah so and then of course denver the dumpster fire that they are <laughs> yeah they i i i still cannot believe like they lose by one point to vegas right they yeah. lose by two points to Washington. They get blown out by fifty points against the Dolphins. And at one point, your team is down twenty-eight to seven, 28 to seven, to the uh, to the Chicago Bears. You come all the way back, tie the game on a fumble recovery, and then win the game late, whatever, with a late field goal, and then hold on to it because of an interception. Because Justin Fields to an interception. That's incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, That being said, they're still not going to be a very good team. (laughs) Um, To the north, we'll go quickly. Um, Baltimore, three and one. Baltimore's having a spectacular season. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold this like this because this is driving me nuts. Okay, here we go. Baltimore's only loss came to Indianapolis and I believe that was in overtime. It was. And um, it was a controversial no call. What you doing over there? I'm just looking at my fantasy team. Oh, that you were trying to do like South Park stuff, like on air, and I would have said that's very disrespectful.
0: No, no, I'm just I'm, I'm uh, looking I'm just, at fantasy. Oh, teams. it's just so tough
1: being in second place right now. Just oh my goodness, ah, uh, hey, you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm one of
0: only like two teams in the league that's undefeated. Oh, it's just, it's
1: just so tough being.
0: Made. Hey, listen, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna gloat because you know how it is. You start gloating and then all of a sudden I'm gonna lose. So I'm I, not gonna gloat. Not going to do it.
1: No pun intended.
0: No, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, I mean, the Ravens are Ra- <laughs> the Ravens could easily be 4-0 no if it hadn't been for that missed field goal by Justin Tucker and the, the non-call against the Colts. But it is what it is. They did take out Houston. They beat Cincinnati, which we'll get to Cincinnati in a minute. And they blew out Cleveland. They got Pittsburgh coming up. Honestly, Baltimore. Baltimore's always one of those teams that are always just there. Like... They may or may not make the playoffs, but even if they don't, they're going to be like right there in the middle of it. So, mm-hmm. and as long as Lamar's playing like Lamar, as you know, yeah, you're good. Um, <clears throat> Pittsburgh, the only thing I can say about Pittsburgh is from what I've heard from Pittsburgh fans, is they need to fire their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, because he's terrible. Do you know? And I think I hope I get this right Pittsburgh is the only team in the NFL who's not had a 400-yard game offensively. And every other team in the NFL has done it like three times. Oh my and some God. teams have done it like 10 times. Jeez. That just goes to... But for what it's worth, they've always had a winning season, so their defense is what's keeping them in there.
0: Yeah. But at
1: some point, you, you got to figure out the offense. You got yeah. blown out by San Francisco, but San Francisco looks like they're going to be a juggernaut. As long as everybody stays healthy in San Fran, they're going to be a problem for anybody. Yeah. They beat Cleveland in a very sloppy game on Monday Night Football that I remember watching. The game that <laughs> Cleveland lost Nick Chubb for the season. Sorry, Steph. Yeah. Um. And then... They beat Vegas. Again, Vegas not being great this year. They lose to Houston. They lost 30-6 to to the Houston Texans, a team that a lot of people did not think were going to do good this year. Yeah. So their point totals have been, uh, let's see, and also on the Cleveland game, I feel like, like, I want to say like one or two of their scores. Yeah. There was, a, there was an interception, so that's not offensive. There was one big play. Yeah. So here, here are Pittsburgh scores for this Cleveland game, right? Defensive interception for a touchdown, a 52-yard field goal, 71-yard touchdown pass from Kenny Pickett to George Pickens, another 50-yard field goal, and then a fumble recovery for a touchdown. So they had 26 points. The defense got two touchdowns. The offense got one touchdown <laughs> and two field goals.
0: Wow. So, So that's your
1: defense just... That's your defense being great. Their yeah. defense is very good; it is superb. But, um, and then in the uh, Vegas Raiders game, they had a thir- seventy-two yard passing touchdown. So it seems like it's all or nothing. Two, three field goals, another passing touchdown, and that was it. So they had two <laughs> passing touchdowns. So they had fourteen points from their uh, from their offense, and then a couple field goals, which I guess counts as their offense. But yeah, and then obviously in this last game against. I mean, their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, did get hurt, but still six points is not – I mean, I can't really say anything. My team scored three. But that being said, uh, I would also say Dallas' defense is probably a little bit better than Houston's defense. So oh, yeah. Hopefully Pittsburgh can figure it out, and they'll be they'll be okay. Yeah. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season since he's been coach of the Steelers, and he's been coach of the Steelers for a long time long time Mm. I want to say since like early no like mid 2000s I want to say he's been coach
0: that longer than Belichick
1: uh no Belichick's been the coach of the Patriots since like like 2 like 99 or 2000 I think it is oh okay but it's 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 close. Like it's like Belichick would be first, and then Tomlin would be right behind him. As far as the same team, Andy yeah. Reid's coach for a long time too. He was the coach for the Eagles for the long, long time, and then left the Eagles or got fired or whatever, and then went to the Chiefs, and now he's been the Chiefs' coach for forever and a day.
0: Yeah, so. Isn't that funny how a coach can get fired and then come back and, like, lead ha- team? It happens. Yeah.
1: It happens. I mean, if you look at um, a perfect example for that would be, like, Nick Saban. Like, Nick Saban was a great coach for college football. He tried his luck at the pro ranks with uh, the Dolphins. Did Had a terrible time. Trying to coach the Dolphins, and the Dolphins were shit. He either, I think he quit, or he got fired. He went back to Alabama, and look what he does with Alabama now. Alabama's a fucking juggernaut. Yeah. I think eventually, I think now the mystique's kind of starting to slip away because Alabama's already lost a game, and it's weird to see Alabama not, like, in the top five, but I like it because it's change. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cleveland's been doing all right. Cleveland, obviously, their big loss with Nick Chubb for the season is is not helpful. Um. They beat Cincinnati. They beat they uh, beat Tennessee. They lose in a close one to Pittsburgh in that sloppy game. I know. I know. We're going.
0: No, I know, I'm just saying. You know.
1: And uh, of course, they got blown out by Baltimore. So, um, Cleveland are just Cleveland's Cleveland. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's I don't have much to say about them. They're Cleveland's Cleveland. Yeah. I know. We're 30 minutes in and I haven't even gotten to the NFC <laughs> <laughs> the South yet. <laughs> um, Cincinnati. Let's talk quickly about Cincinnati and we'll we'll bolt through the South quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's up with Cincinnati. I know Burrow got hurt in, like, the first day of training camp, and he's never really quite healed up from it, it looks like. But the fact that a team like Cincinnati, who had so many high hopes, is 1-3 in three is just mind-boggling to me. Um, they got blown out by Cleveland, 24-3. to They lose in a close game to Baltimore, 27-24. They do beat the Rams, and they got blown out by 20-c, 27-3. Oh. Like, it's just... You got Arizona on the, on the dish for Week 5... Hopefully they can figure it out, but at some point they got to turn the ship because if they don't turn the ship in enough time, you're not gonna you're not gonna be there. Yeah, somebody else is gonna take your spot. So hopefully Cincinnati, <laughs> for their sake, can figure it out. And I believe they have T Higgins out for a while. I think it's oh. T Higgins. I wish I really would have done my research, but
0: we wing it on the we wing Wink-Case. it on this show.
1: As far as the AFC South, you ready for this? Yeah. Everybody's two and two. Oh, well, Indy, there you go. Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, everybody's 2-2. Two two.
0: Damn. That was easy.
1: <laughs> it's Indy's been doing a lot better than everybody thinks. Houston's been doing better than everybody thinks. Jacksonville and Tennessee have been underperforming. That's what I got for you in the, in the AFC South.
0: Oh, okay. Let's go
1: to the NFC. We're going to start at the NFC South, the division that no one really wanted to win this year. Carolina's 0-4. They're one of only two teams in the league that have not won a game yet this year. Damn. They've had some unfortunate close losses, but at the end of the day, they're still 0-4. New Orleans has been playing well, even um, trying to get used to their new quarterback, Derek Carr. They're 2-2. Two two. Atlanta, 2-2. Two and two, uh, I think they're starting to kind of come back to earth just a little bit. They were starting out 2-0, and oh, and Colin, Collins has, has said that he <laughs> feels that Desmond Ritter is kind of in the same boat as Mac Jones, where he just looks lost out there. Mm. And I watched all of the gimmicky, toy story, fun day Jacksonville, Atlanta game that they had on Disney+, which I don't know if you saw it. You should watch some of it, because it's Pretty tremendous. Oh, okay. I got good reviews. Um, Desmond Ritter looked terrible. Looked absolutely terrible. Yeah. And Tampa Bay, surprisingly, mm-hmm. leading the pack in the and the NFC South at three and one right now. The Baker experiment's been going okay for now. So,
0: you know, if it works, that's all you can say.
1: Sorry, I went through the division so fast, but I'm trying to keep this like forty five minutes. Um. In the North, the new king of the North for now, the Detroit Lions, a three and one. The only loss they suffered was the Seattle, and Seattle's a good team, so it's not surprising they beat up on they beat Kansas City, they beat up on Green Bay, they beat Atlanta. They're beating the teams that they need to beat, and obviously they have their game that they maybe should not have won, but they did win. So. I think Detroit's going to be a team to reckon with for a long time to come, especially if Dan Campbell's their coach and they keep getting good young pieces every year yeah. to finally fill it out. Uh, the Packers at two and two are doing better than I think a lot of people expected. Jordan Love looks to be not quite the real deal, but at least he looks like he's somewhat comparable and he's doing well, well enough for me to consider him as my maybe my new quarterback in fantasy. <laughs> um, Minnesota has been terrible. I don't know what's up with Minnesota. A close loss to Tampa Bay, a loss by a touchdown to Philly, a loss to the Chargers by four points in a game they probably should have won, and then they kind of squeak by the uh, Panthers. Kirk Cousins does not look great. Justin Jefferson does look great. they got to figure their shit out, too, and their running game is not good, and now they have two people, and that makes me upset because Madison's my fucking running back, <laughs> and if Cam Akers is going to be digging into his fucking touches, I'm going to be screwed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know you'd think that Minnesota would be the dumpster fire of that division, and then you come to the Chicago Bears, zero and four, the other uh, winless team in the league right now. Da yeah, Bears, da Bears have lost all four of their games. Hmm. They lose by eighteen to the Packers. They lose by ten to Tampa. They lose by thirty-one to Kansas City, and then they lose in a game they were up twenty-eight to seven. They lose thirty-one to uh, twenty-eight. Hmm. Wow. And now they get to play on Thursday Night Football against Washington this coming week for, obviously this game will have already happened by now, but for all of everybody to enjoy, I hope you did enjoy that game because it's going to be a dumpster fire. Oh, I bet. Who doesn't love a good dumpster fire? Mm-hmm. And now Michaels is going to be like, I'm getting paid to do this. <laughs> so I, get, I used to I used to do Sunday Night Football.
0: <laughs>
1: Compare this, right? Sunday Night Football for this week when this episode comes out is... Uh, 3-1 and one, Dallas, and 4-0 oh, San Francisco, compared Ooh. to 2-2 two and two, Washington and 0-4 oh and Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Just leaves a bad taste in
0: your mouth. Yeah.
1: San Francisco, as we're talking about them, 4-0, oh,
0: they're just... They're San Francisco. They're the
1: lead dog of the pack right now in the NFC and... They've just been dispatching foes left and right. Um, their wins, I mean, at Pittsburgh, at the Rams, versus the Giants, versus Arizona. Now, some people might say, well, those three or four of those teams or two or four of those teams aren't as great as they should be. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
0: The you 4-0. The 4-0. That's all
1: they pay attention to. Now, this will be a big test for both teams, Dallas and San Francisco, to see where they both are in the measuring stick. And it is a home game for San Francisco, so. Oh, okay. Um, I think the big game for San Francisco will be – there's a good three-week stretch here at Seattle, at Philadelphia, and versus Seattle Like towards uh, the end of November and early December. Those are going to be three big games. As far from that, I think as long (laughs) as San Francisco takes care of business, this team's going to win like 13, 14 games. Yeah. Their defense is on fire. Their offense is hot. As long as McCaffrey – that's the big key. If McCaffrey and Kittle can stay healthy, and Debo for that matter – yeah, this team's going to be a problem for everybody all year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seattle at 3-1. and one. Again, I'm not surprised that Seattle's 3-1. and one. They set a Monday Night Football record in week four against the Giants with, I believe it was, 11 sacks. Oh, wow. I think their defense had, like, 11 sacks. And I'm not—oh, 10—yeah, 11 sacks. 11.
0: That's full. Daniel
1: Jones, quarterback of the Giants, sacked 10 times. That's, 10. That's a lot. Threw two interceptions. One was a pick six that I very much enjoyed watching. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, they lost their first game 30-13 to to the Rams again. First games are always weird because you're trying to work the kinks out. They beat the Lions, who are a good team. They beat the Panthers. Eh, not so great. And they blew out the Giants. Again, not a great team, but they're where they need to be.
0: Yeah,
1: um, They should be kicking around. They should probably be, I would say... Five or six seed probably in the NFC because <clears throat> you're gonna San Francisco's. I would say San Francisco probably wins that division, and then you have the other four division winners, three division winners with San Francisco, so they'll probably be a five or a six seed. So, yeah, um, the Rams have been all right, they're getting Cooper Cup back soon, which is helpful. You're going to use the facilities? No, <laughs> you gotta stretch, okay, just stretch it. So Cooper Cup is uh, coming back for the Rams soon, and hopefully that helps. I mean, they have Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua has been doing big things, and Kyron Williams has been doing big things for the Rams. And if they can get Stafford healthy and right and get him back in line with Cooper Cup, the Rams could make a little bit of noise. They are 2-2 two and two right now, but they could make some noise. And the Cardinals at 1-3, surprisingly, they're one wins against Dallas, which I don't think a lot of people expected. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going to be up with this team. I mean, they've been doing all right with Josh Dobbs and at some point Kyler Murray's supposed to come back, but who the hell knows when that's going to be, but they're, they're not going to be very good. Yeah. I think Arizona won that game. They're supposed to lose that they won.
0: (laughs) I think I do have to go use the bathroom. Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm going to
1: wrap. What I'll do then is I'll wrap up the rest of the show and then, uh, send us out. Okay. I mean, depending on how long you take. All right. Yeah. If I have to talk, I'll talk. We're leaving this all in this is this is unaired raw footage or not even footage it's just content all right go if you're gonna go go Jesus you're so big you're blocking out the sun <laughs> uh Philadelphia at four0 let's talk about Philadelphia while Kyle uses the facilities they squeaked by New England who looked like a very terrible team and I will f- fully admit that uh they squeaked by Minnesota in a game that they were up big and Minnesota came back and could have beat them they did beat Tampa. And they survived, and I will say survived, Washington. Washington might have been the benefit of a late uh, flag. They gave them one free play with no time left. But Philadelphia could have easily lost that game to Washington. And I do know a Philly fan out there, and you know who you are, who said that Washington always gives you guys trouble. And damn, Washington almost gave you guys a lot of trouble. But at the end of the day, y'all are 4-0, so you're doing something right. Dallas at 3-1, obviously they've looked dominant in most of their games aside from the poor play they had against Arizona. They won 40-0 against the Giants. They beat the Jets 30-10. They beat the Patriots 38-3. And then their alone loss, they gave up 28 points. So it feels like if Dallas can keep their opponents with that defense under 10 points, they're going to be okay. Um, their, their big matchup this weekend against San Francisco is going to be huge. Looking forward to that. That's going to be a great game, Hopefully. Uh, Washington at 2-2, two and two, uh, easily could be 3-1. and one. But, you know, two wins over Denver and Arizona, not impressive. And then uh, f- getting blown out by Buffalo and having a terrible week with Sam Howell, throwing four or five interceptions. And then, of course, losing just barely to Philly. I think they should beat Chicago, and they could potentially beat Atlanta and the Giants. So Washington could be sitting at 5-2, and two, heading into their next matchup, which would be at home against Philadelphia. And now even when I looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year and I said, oh, New England's playing at home against Washington, they'll beat them. I don't know anymore. I think Washington might take New England. And if they can, I mean, there's a potential that, you know, one, two, three, four, five. I mean, Washington in the next few weeks could be seven and two in the coming week and month or so. They could be seven and two. And they could put themselves in a really good spot to maybe make a playoff run. And the Giants at 1-3, and three, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about the Giants. its And this is crazy, too. Arizona lost to the Giants, but then Arizona beat in a game where they came from behind, too, mind you. Let's not forget that, that Arizona was also up 28-7, to and the Giants came from behind and kicked the game-winning field goal late. To win that game. The Giants could easily be 0-4 right now. They got blown out by Dallas. They got blown out by Seattle. They got beat by San Francisco. Which obviously three out of those first four games. Were going to be brutal anyway. And you probably won the one game you should have won. And now the Giants have Miami and Buffalo. So there's probably a very good chance that. But again it is the NFL. Anything can happen. But there's a good chance that the Giants are probably going to be 1-5. Going into play Washington. Towards the end of uh, October. And then of course. Yeah, that's that's it. So, I mean, I mean, you know what? While we're at it, let's run through some college football. Why the hell not? So you've got um, right now your top uh, 25 for college football as of this time, which is about noontime on uh, Wednesday, October the 4th. Uh, you got Georgia at number one in the country at 5-0. and 0. You got Michigan at number two at 5-0. and 0. Now, I will say this as a Michigan fan. They haven't really played anybody, so I'm taking this with a grain of salt that they are there. But I guess with college football, you have to blow out your opponents by like 30 or 40 to make you look like a better team. If you're struggling against bad teams, you're probably not going to be up that high in the totem pole. Texas, back to its glory, hopefully, finally at 5-0. Ohio State, 4-0. Florida State, undefeated. Penn State, Washington, Oregon, USC, all undefeated. Um puzzling here that you've got notre dame and alabama ahead of an undefeated oklahoma team but i guess it depends on what their losses were i know notre dame's was uh late to ohio state and it was a home game and texas beat alabama at home so and both of those teams are top five teams so i guess i could understand why they're ahead of oklahoma and i'm sure if i look oklahoma probably hasn't played anybody no, no, they haven't played anybody yet, but they do have the Red Rebel rivalry this weekend, or it'll have happened. Um, any other familiar names? Let's see what we got here. We got Washington State, who's undefeated. We got Oklahoma's undefeated. Like I said, Notre Dame and Alabama are not. Uh, North Carolina's undefeated. Oregon State, Mississippi are there, 15 and 16. They all have uh, one loss. Miami, the University of Miami is coming back around. They're no. Utah and Duke. Each with a loss Kentucky, Missouri with undefeated seasons so far, Tennessee with a loss. USC, three and two, but they're 23rd in the nation and they're ahead of two five and0 teams. That's well, I guess they they lost a close game to Missouri who's a top 25 team and they lost to Florida State. They got blown out by Florida State. Not really sure why LSU's still on the ledger there, but they are. So um yeah, the NFL season has been it's been going. Uh, I hope the Patriots can figure their shit out (laughs) and maybe get back on a winning path. I mean, you know, I, I can't complain too much as a Patriots fan, 20 years of success. And I, uh, yeah, I, I I can't really be upset about it. So just have to get ready for the bad times and I'm not going to waver and just going to try to do my best to support my, my team and hope that they can figure it all out. So. Um, we'll slowly read off the socials and see how long it takes him to get back to the bat from the bathroom. Um, thanks for listening to our uh, football content. We'll uh, give you more come week eight and we'll see how we are, excuse me, at roughly about the halfway point in the season We'll see if there are teams that were struggling that have figured it out. Teams that have figured it out in the beginning that are now struggling you know, teams that we expected to be there, teams that we didn't expect to be there, any major injuries that are coming through. We'll talk to you about it in a few weeks and about a month or so time. Um, we are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube, audio only. Kyle's schedule is kind of hectic. My schedule's been hectic. Uh, We are attempting to try to do the two-show thing again now that football and hockey are back. Um, That would be Saturday sports show and Sunday entertainment show. And eventually, now that we're into the fall and eventually the winter here in New England, it snows. And when it snows, sometimes it's hard to get to other people's houses. So I just want to make sure that we have um, what we call Volt episodes, as everybody knows. Not that we don't want to bring everybody content, and I'm sure we probably could if we figured it out, but... Like, honestly, what we could do, what we could do, and I just thought of this now, if we wanted to do a show, we could play a game or do something. Kyle could use the phone that he uses to call people. He could call me, and I could be on the phone with him doing the show, and we could still do episodes to let him know about that. I don't know if he thought about that or not, but I just thought about that now, and that's bloody genius. Um, What was I saying? Oh. Shows come out at noon, as always, as long as Kyle remembers, because Kyle has been sick. And uh, we'll talk about that come the uh, entertainment show, which hopefully we're going to be able to record again Saturday, because we don't really have the time to do two shows today. Hopefully we can record Saturday, and then you'll hear it for Sunday. And you'll hear all about our adventures to um, Gillette Stadium, where we saw a concert. We won't reveal what it is. And for those of you, though, who do know, you know... Um, And obviously there were some misadventures, unfortunately, that happened, but we'll get to those come Sunday. Hey, he's back. I've been trying to kill as much time as I can because I did not know how long you were going to take. Hey, I just thought of, and I'll bring it up again on the air for everybody, a genius idea. We can do shows in the wintertime if it snows because you can use that phone to call
0: me. I can do that, yeah. You can
1: use that phone to call me and we'll figure something out. We'll either play a game or do trivia or do something, but we we can make this work. I looked oh, over yeah. the phone and I was like, wait a minute. He can just call me
0: that and is we can true. do the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about the whole setup now is that, you know. Good stuff, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, good stuff.
1: Um, I'm going to let you read the rest. I already read the, the streamings part. You just got to go from phone number down because yeah. I've been doing like 90% of the talking on the
0: show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it always is. It's all right.
1: Um, How do you feel? We'll get to this quickly. How do you feel about the whole NFL landscape right now?
0: Like- I mean I I, I I do want your two cents, and I'm going to stop for a sec I mean, I'm not happy with how the Patriots are going, obviously, um but I mean a lot of the teams that are doing pretty decent, you kind of expected to be doing decent um,
1: well, like I said, the two surprise teams that i'm I'm surprised are where they're at right now are Minnesota and uh Cincinnati, yeah, yeah,' Because there was a lot of expectation, especially with Cincinnati coming into the year, and obviously, like I said, Burrow's not as healthy. As he thought and as he thinks he is,
0: yeah, I mean, so those are a little bit of a surprise, and I do think that as we go further into the season, it'll be something that we have to look out for um but you know the like how the teams play out because right now it's still early, so we don't know
1: well, as I said to everybody while you were in the uh, the bathroom, I said in about a month or so time and we're at week eight, and we do this again at the halfway mark essentially for the season. Bad teams might be better, good teams might get worse, teams that may not need to be there, that shouldn't be there, or we don't expect them to, are there, and vice versa. We win we, we, yeah. the
0: whole spiel. It, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's it, it's a changing landscape. It Always,
1: always. I mean, there could be a lot of severe injuries in the next few weeks, unfortunately, that hamper teams and could end good teams' season because of one player. I mean, listen— it could happen to anybody. It happened. Yeah. The Patriots in 07, perfect example, had a undefeated regular season, came up one game short, and had a loss against the Giants in the Super Bowl. Next year, the expectations are super high and through the roof, and the Patriots have a home game against the Chiefs to start the year. And Tom Brady's out with an injury, with the, probably the, one of the only major injuries he's had in his whole career, an yeah. ACL injury, and he was out for the season. And the Patriots, uh-huh. crazy enough, still went, I think 11 and 5 or 10 and 6 that year with Matt Castle and missed the playoffs at 11 and 5 because the Dolphins and Jets had better records and better in game or in division shit than they
0: did or whatever it was or Which interconference crazy.
1: shit. Right. Not too often in the NFL, a, an 11 win team misses the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, and that, like we've talked about before, that's the difference between like football and hockey where hockey you're playing 82 games you can afford to lose a few right in football you really can't afford to lose a ton no
1: football that's that's that is the beauty of football like you you're allowed to go on a little bit of a skid but it can't be a big
0: skid (laughs) no no big skids (laughs) yeah all right um so i'll read this off uh you already did the streaming yeah Phone number seven seven four seven six four nine zero seven four. We won't go into any other detail other than that. Um, yeah,
1: I was I was gonna say something, but I was like, no, not yet. I'm not even gonna throw that out there. No. We're just we're just gonna say that there, there's a potential that that number could be called by a female K name. We're not gonna go into specifics about this individual. 'Cause nothing's really surfaced. You know, but it just I'm not gonna go into detail.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh email the wicked at gmail dot com. Website www.thewickedks.com. wicked ks dot com. Socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, at the, Twitter. the Twitter, Wicked KS. And our shows come out usually on Sundays at noon. Might try to go to two shows at some point. We'll see. Right now, we're just gonna keep it Sundays at noon. I think that's just for now.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, like we're not gonna go into detail for every NHL game every day and every week. Yeah. But like you know, with the NFL thing, every four weeks, you throw the you know you throw out football. Obviously, when you get closer, I would say when you get to like close to the playoffs. That's when maybe you do like every week, like, "Hey, this team might make the playoffs," and this is, and then obviously the playoffs, we do the, um, we'll see. The Super Bowls in uh, it's in Vegas this year, so instead yeah. of the adventure to Arizona, it would be the, uh, I don't know, the vault to Vegas or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be I cool. Um. But yeah, and going back to what we were talking about earlier, there might be the chance where we might do a weekly sports show but it might be on FM radio, which, yes, yes. you know, I, I got to call the guy at some point. We're still in the works with that. Um, everybody's been getting sick. I've been getting sick. So it's hard to also, get a hold of people.
1: um, <clears throat> you forgot to mention uh patreon.com forward slash wicked
0: ks oh, patreon.com forward slash wicked ks
1: there's a lot of good content that's coming out if it hasn't already been put up on there probably not and
0: yeah but i'm, I'm, I'm
1: we'll, well we'll wait for we'll wait for the sunday show if we're doing one for entertainment for um for us to do if we're doing the show saturday yeah and then
0: i still haven't posted the toe of satan yet i will say so you've got toe I'm, of satan and you get, I, i'm gonna say i'm holding off on the toe of Satan. We need five more subscribers. Five subscribers, and I will post me. It's, it, is, it is well worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hot. It is well worth it, trust me. Yeah, so I will, I will post, if we get five, just five. That's all we need. Five subscribers, $3 a month. It's a cup of coffee. I, I will post the Toe of Satan on our Patreon for all you to see. Hey, we get like three or four downloads on our podcast. So we just gotta get like five more downloads and five more subscriptions. We'll be good. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah.
1: So hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to me ramble on for about forty five minutes or fifty minutes by myself talking about sports and Mm -hmm. Kyle throwing his little quips in in there and Everybody
0: knows I'm not I like I'm still learning about sports. Still learning, still growing in in the the game of sports. So if if I don't talk as fluently about sports, it's because I'm I've never been the sports guy. I just became this like learned about sports.
1: I'm trying to drag you into the world and yeah. I will say that Steph did say she wanted to be on the show, but I felt like the show might have been longer and it would have just turned into the
0: Which it's an hour anyways. It is.
1: But that's <laughs> usually what we aim for. That's and, true. But it would have been turned into like the Kevin Steph show and Kyle would have just been there just kinda picking at his fingers like he was the entire show. I'm
0: I'm okay with it. Listen, I'm here to, like... I know, I know. I'm, I'm here to be the, the bounce guy, you know? Bounce like, the, b- bounce things off. Right, me it was or, real
1: hard to bounce for a while when I was just kind of, like, floating there. I mean, that would have been the nice thing when if you were like, I have to use the bathroom. Steph and I could have went back and forth. Yeah. But, because she watches all the games on Red Zone and whatever, but whatever. Yeah, no, so, and
0: it's perfectly fine to, you cool. know... It's cool, yeah. it's cool.
1: Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Peace and love, y'all. Let's go back ahead.
0: Wicked pisser.
1: I almost forgot the button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <small>